Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Listening to a podcast from the world. No, it started raining at four o'clock in the morning, and it rained for nearly twenty-four consecutive hours. Have you seen the days and And it had it had a very bad effect on on the on the uh, sense of joie de vivre of my fellow passengers. Then people were ready to fight. That's the thing that I was going to say this morning about the weather. It's not so much the rain or whatever, but I feel now that we're in February. That I'm in the season of seasonal affective disorder. Is that yeah, what you call it? Right. Hence that, my, my pink vitamin C I drink. Just, I just feel... Andrew Harrison's drinking a pink drink. He is. It's What's vitamin, the active ingredient? Uh, well, vitamin C and possibly a little bit of vodka. I don't gin. Know. No, it's just <laughs> vitamin C. <laughs> pink gin in the morning. Very good. But it's lack of light is what I'm suffering from yeah. at the moment. And I'm starting to... You know, when you get texts or whatever, or postcards from friends who are in, in warm, distant places, yeah. you seriously are envious. Well, if you lived in yeah. you know, Lapland, Dave, you know, you'd just be, what, you'd be listening to the Jesus the Mary chain, you know, 24 hours a day. It's like this. Ready to top yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, this is the weather on the Word podcast we cover. <laughs> it's a full service yeah. podcast. Coming up to the top of the hour to travel. I'm David Hepworth. I'm joined by... Mark Ellen. And uh, at, the, at the desk over there, keeping a close eye on the levels, we have Fraser. Say hello. Fraser. Hello, Fraser. And, uh, and sitting with a laptop in front of him, Andrew Harrison. Hello, viewers. And, Andrew, why have you got the laptop in front I'm of him? I'm Twittering, Dave. You, now, uh, just imagine I'm your aged great-grandmother. And right, don't okay. know anything about Twitter. Because Twittering has what, what descended. What is your over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your man. Okay. Yeah, I'm your grandmother. Aged grandmother. Well, I Twitter. What's well, that? Well, Twitter has, in the last ten days, yeah. arrived... At a speed I've never seen anything arrive. I it's, could not agree. It's a tipping point, though. I didn't know anything point. about Twitter ten days. No, I'd heard of it. There are whole pages in the Guardian by Charlie Brooker about what it is and its value. Let's not plug them. Well, well, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Charlie Brooker writes for some broadsheet newspaper <laughs> very intelligently about Twitter. Anyway, well, we, we, it's been a bit of a technological tipping point this week because we've we, we've got Twitter and we already have three hundred and fifty-two followers. It says here, and we'll doubtless go up very shortly. Um, and That's also, words. Twitter yes, site. words. Yeah. Twitter, the word twi- Twitter dot com forward slash the word magazine. So go start at the beginning. Yes, in Twitter. The beginning, you know, in the beginning, made the earth Twitter, is, Twitter. Twitter is Twitter is a is a brilliantly simple. Um, web-based 
um, thing. And what you do is you just post one line about yourself. What you're doing right now, I'm having a cup of tea. I'm just I'm on the word podcast. Riveting. I'm, it's I'm, yeah, you'd think it. <laughs> But what, what develops is some quite interesting discussions. Uh, news gets broken. Um, we were able to uh, we were able to break the news of Phil Scalari getting sacked yesterday to the Wed. No, that's a good thing. Which, that's which, a good thing. I learned about it. Uh, I was working at home, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I learned about it from the word Twitter feed. So, and then I turned on the telly and found. So out. those who have Facebook, there wasn't much to add actually. No, yeah, he's been sacked. The BBC didn't <laughs> know anything. That was yeah. pretty much the story. Yeah, wasn't lost it? five games and yeah. sacked. <laughs> Finn. To those who have, uh, to those who have Facebook, it is basically your Facebook status bar. Uh, Twitter pairs everything down to the Facebook status bar. You just say what you're doing right now, or what's on your mind right now, or what's the point you'd like to make right now, or what's the interesting thing you've seen on the on, on the web right now. And it gives you this very very fast um, accumulating feed of information from a variety of different sources. It can be news organisations, it can be your mates, it can be your mates' mates, it can increasingly be celebrities, as we know, because you know Stephen Fry gets stuck in a lift and Twitters about it, etc. Um, Charlie Brooker does it. Uh, you know, um, Jimmy Carr. Well, my favourite is Jonathan Ross. Can I just say, this is what, this is, am I allowed to butt in? No, you're good. No, no, no right. Butt in all you like. Sure. Mention Jonathan Ross put me in yeah. a bad mood. No, I know it does. <laughs> I'm, I'm a great admirer, you know. Uh, but Jonathan Ross uh, it has on his Twitter side, uh, which, he, which he apparently contributes to, in fact, he, a lot during his um, suspension, I believe he had a lot of time on his hands. And just before the BAFTAs the other night, his. Um, is there a collective word uh, now, Andrew, for people who are on your Twitter site or contribute? Are they? Uh, uh, there should be a flock of Twitterers. A flock of Twitterers. I don't know. Uh, well, the individual word is tweet. Tweet. And he, they, they decided that they would elect a word that he had to somehow manacle, crowbar into his BAFTA's presentation. In fact, they elected several words, many of which I think would have been short another three months. Bam! But the one that he eventually went for was salad. Am I right, Andrew? Uh, it they would say, yes. They say, I think we should do this with, with word, actually. I, th- I think the word readers should try and decide upon a word. I'm, I'm that literally, the that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. Oh, are you? I'm that's doing it now, <laughs> yeah. I'm just that's asking them all. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's a bit early. It doesn't look like anybody's so, up yet. Yeah, but anyway, so they decided that he had to get the word salad into his BAFTAs. Now, I didn't see uh, the, the BAFTAs show, but apparently, in his opening preamble... He says, um, actors are like salad. They're all in need of a good dressing. And then he goes in some riff about frocks. It's not hilarious, Dave, I know, but <laughs> the point is, for those keen to tweet upon his site, that he did, he did, the, he did the good yeah. thing. He got, he got the word salad into it. I've got to ask, some, I've got to ask some questions about Twitter. Yeah. I've, heard, I, I've known about Twitter for the last two years. Mm. Through American websites or whatever, you know, you, you, you keep in touch with people who are very kind of web obsessed and they mention twittering why has it only arrived here in the last 10 days yeah, and why, why has it gone mad admittedly Dave by here we mean the word office rather than well no it's not word. just as Mark says you know it's just kind of come from every Abs- every angle you every can angle. turn on the radio people are talking about it okay, well, here, you know, here, I here are the reasons about I've, got, I've, yeah. got, I've got the reasons for you here they are firstly the fact that Jonathan Ross has been suspended for three months was a massive push for him <laughs> all he's done is Twitter for three months so you could That's use this three months ago oh, it was it was there Fraser how long has Twitter been in existence Three years. Three years. So it's been there for ages. The I used to ask Fraser about Twitter. With the, with the, you know, the, and, and then behind my, my question was, Fraser, do I need to bother about yeah. this? And, now, and Fraser used to say, no. Now you're twittering like crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, it's partly that. Was that the right advice? Because the papers decided they had to cover every single thing Jonathan Ross did in case he said something vile about Her Majesty the Queen. So he starts twittering because he's got nothing else to do, and they cover it on a daily basis. And then that's... Turned so what's the level of his Twitterology? Just, I'm going down to the shops to buy some hobnobs. Uh, 
Um, no, Presumably he didn't say anything particularly... No, it's, 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 I've earned another £1,000 during this It's tweet. things like that, and it's also things like, oh, I've just received uh, an invitation to the premiere of Watchmen, and of course everybody there goes, ah, I'm so jealous, man, 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 that kind of thing. It, it's, it, it does have that sort of slightly um, addictive quality of, of the text messaging when you're, uh, you know, when you're a 14-year-old girl and you're text messaging away, Mark, as I'm sure you're, you know, you remember what that's like. This is text messaging for, uh, you know, for, for grown-up people who, uh, who sit at work. We've got some nominations for the words to be mentioned on the podcast. You're kidding. Sukio says explosion, smooth access, toothbrush. Uh, well, during the podcast, these have got to be these are, you, you, Well, I've just done it, haven't I? Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, Koopy uh, says, um, I'd be happy with fewer but longer articles. Keep up the fine work. Oh, that's Listen, great. We're actually doing shouts. So, but I mean, I, in fact, I can choose the word. Kind of, so if I choose a word like Springsteen, it won't be terribly difficult to it's get it in. It's unlikely that it's not going to get in the podcast Springsteen, is it? No, I all the time. In, so, in the I've got further questions to ask about Twitter. And now that Andrew is the expert <laughs> in the office. Now, you, you start a Twitter feed and, and people kind of decide to follow it. Yeah. So you get, you get little emails occasionally saying, so-and-so's followed, following your yeah. Twitter feed. I got one this morning saying Chris Difford is following my Twitter feed. Yeah, he's thing. following the word as well. Uh, is that the real Chris, Chris Difford? That is the real. Because yeah. Andrew's got James Taylor and, uh, who is it, Bonnie Tyler or something following you. But it can't be the real one. <laughs> I don't know about this that. This is it? I think this is the real yeah, I'm sure it is. Indulge yeah. me for a second. Mm. Yeah. But I also get loads from, uh, from people I've never heard of. Yeah? Yeah. Is the etiquette that you then follow theirs? Um, I don't really know yet. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm only a week into it myself. But, it's, it's, so it's, how many people are you following? Personally? No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's about, only about 60-odd. Word. Only about 60 people. Well, it's only about 60 people who wants access to the random thoughts 60 of. people. So yeah. But, That's I mean, incredible. It's, but, but you're not following them the way you follow, you know, um, 24 or Queen's Park Rangers. You're just kind of looking out the corner of your eyes, occasionally saying an interesting thing. I mean, I'm looking at the word page now. We've got 352 followers and we're following 208 people. Now, that means we're not following 140 odd and, and, and no disrespect for them. <laughs> well, you can't follow everybody. Can no, you, you can't. But, uh, you know, it's, I, I just. But Stephen Fry must be following everybody. Body. I don't think he is, you know, he's being followed, but he's not following. So he's doing it as a one-way, a one yeah. which is very uh, non-web, isn't it? it? You, you, he's using it as a conduit, which is the word that Bovine Mammal wanted us to get into the podcast, and I just did. Uh, he's using <laughs> it as a conduit to, uh, to the outside world. And it can be, you know, it, it can be push or pull. You can follow millions of people and not, not make any comment yourself, or you can do it vice versa, and there's any, there's any point between, between the two. So can people ask us a question right now? I'm trying to think my way through this. I know we're recording this. Okay. But we're going to put it out later today, aren't we, Fraser? So it's pretty immediate. Um, So somebody can ask. If anybody wants to ask Mark Ellen a question on Twitter, they can do it right now, can't they? They they, they could. They'll get their answer in about an hour's time. (laughs) Yeah, well, two hours maybe. Yeah, you know, so... But Andrew, I'm if fascinated. your wife wants to know where you put the car keys, you yeah, know, she just can go via Twitter. <laughs> we have to get on Spotify later. In fact, we have oh, yeah. even more complicated things to explain. Don't let me yes. forget. There's but just can, can I ask you a question? So you say you're following 60 people, Andrew. Yes. So what, give me an example of the kind of people. Who, I mean, is that Stephen Fry? I mean, is that who? No, no, what, it's, just, it's mates. It's uh, mates. It's, it's mates and the occasional, and also people that are, kind of I'm interested in, but maybe the, the, the gigantic world isn't. Like, there's a great comics writer called Warren Ellis who's really interesting, and, is, is, and another guy called Brian. And he, he twitters every he day. He twitters, and so does a guy, another comic. So Brian Michael find Bendis. Out pretty much, you know what? I mean, if he's broadcasting all the time, you yeah. Can, but you know, but if also, he's up, if he's had his break, what do you have for breakfast? Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's that. But I mean, the, the, the sort of um, 
the, 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 the more serious types, the celebs uh, or the creatives or the, you know, the writers or the directors, yeah. they tend not to say, I'm having conflicts. They tend to say, interesting news story here. Neil Gaiman, the fantasy author, is a, yeah. is, a, is a grand Twitterer. He twitters like crazy, and he always puts up something interesting. Sometimes it's about his stuff, sometimes it's about other people's stuff. Um, we are being followed by Paul Cornell, the fantastic um, scriptwriter and comic writer, the guy, that, the guy that wrote the Doctor Who, where the Doctor went back to 1911 oh, and became yeah. a human being. He's following us. We're following him. Hello, Paul. Yes. Um, and Andrew's auditioned everybody who's yeah. following it. You know. yeah. Are you a comic writer? Yeah. Fine. Do you yeah. like Doctor Who within your ear? Bruce Springsteen's been trying to get on and, <laughs> and yeah. keeps knocking him back. Well, he's mugging up on his I'm Marvel follow. comics yes. and back issues. I'll tell you what I can give you as well. I can give you a couple of neologisms that have come out of um, Twitter, Twitter this week. Two new words. Retweet. Oh, right. And that's when somebody says something to you, but you've got a slightly bigger audience than they have, so you retweet it and you just copy it and uh, it your thing. So um, I think it was um, Peter Serafinovitz, was, uh, the, the comedian, was retweeting something that his mate Robert Popper said, which is, uh, I've just had my Twitter bill through. I thought it was free. Bloody hell. Because he just Twitters all day long. So that got retweeted because it's funny. So what are, what are the expression for, for when you read something on a Twitter site and you pass it off as piece of Well, this is the other one I was just about to come to. A retweet is when you do it honestly. A tweet jack. Is when you do it naughtily. It when you pretend that yeah. you, when you nick the so bomb mo, you can come up with a amazing maximum bomb mo, some piece of prophetic, um, you know, wisdom, and then somebody appropriates it. That's a tweet jack. See, yeah. my, you've been my jacked. Pro- my problem. Yeah, I'd rather tweet jack than Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> my- Here's my problem with this, because I've adopted this, and I'm not going to argue against it, you know, because I, the one thing I've learned about the web is there's no point arguing against anything, because if it, if it takes off, it takes off, and nothing anybody's going to say is going to change it at all. Um, but approaching it, when it comes to thinking, I ought to tweet, do you go for something prosaic but true, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've just seen a bus fall over on its side on the Pentaville Road, or yeah. whatever. Or do you try and come up with a bon mot or an observation? You know, the first one seems overly mundane. Yeah. The, although, to be fair, apparently people were tweeting when that plane went down in nuts. Yeah. Or, uh, mm. or I, it's, when they got on the wing, they were tweeting saying, you'll never guess. I've, yeah. just, what, what, yeah. I've survived. I'm standing anyway, on, on, on wing. On lol. Lol. Now, that's yeah. fair enough. That's lol, an lols. Yeah, lols. Yeah. Because that's not mundane. Possibly later. That's yeah. not mundane. But on one side, it seems mundane. On the other side, it seems pretentious. To kind of offer a thought. And also, you don't quite know who you're offering it to. You see, the other complication that, I, that, that Fraser pointed out to me the other day, that Matt Hall and I are both kind of following each other's tweets, and the obvious thing then was for me to tweet Matt and say, oh, it's a real pain in the ass trying to sort out a meeting about Santa. Yeah. And then Fraser pointed out to me, everybody who follows my tweet and Matt Hall's tweet can read that. Yes. And so, you know, people that you're used to, you're used to having levels of confidentiality with yeah. people. Mm. You know, that you, you, you exchange... So is it the equivalent of sending every email to the entire BCC well, box it, in your... it could uh, potentially yeah. If they were watching. It yeah. could be. If they were, you know, and, and your natural instinct with the internet is just do things very quickly. Yeah. Things off the top of your head. Yeah. Mm. And, and in, with, with Twitter, that could lead you... Yeah. People, could lead you into problems. People could get discombobulated. Shouts profanity. Ah, ah, that was his word. So, I'm uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to, now, now that we've, we've just moved on to the subject of the plane in the Hudson, 
And the thing I've learned this week, did you hear the thing on the Today programme? Christian where, Bale. Where they contrasted... It's the greatest piece of radio I've ever heard of my life. It's obviously the simplest thing. Obviously some producer just said, why don't we put together Christian Bale's pathetic rant? I think I did this live light of, in the office, actually. Oh, I, no, I, I did the whole performance. Uh, do you want to do it? I mean, no, I mean anyone who didn't hear it, I mean, what it was, was they took the, the recording, which you, you will have all have heard now, because it's been on television as well, of the miracle of the Hudson pilot, as we now call him, which I think only lasts 28 seconds. And it starts with him saying, he basically says, bird strike, double bird strike. And they say, lost power, turning back, doesn't he? Do you remember? And then they say, where to? He says, there's, a, there's an airport in New Jersey. Yeah, and he says, Teterborough. Teterborough, clear Teterborough, right? And then it's virtually all over by now. And yeah. he's gone back over the river. And he says, he says, can't make it. No time. He said, no time, going to the Hudson. Which doesn't wow. even say, it says, doesn't it even says, say to the Hudson. Oh, he says, it's pretty much, oh, right. he says, in the Hudson. He's got no time. Oh, right. To waste gonna, at all. But anyway, after that, the control tower goes, sorry? Yes. And then I there's the silence. Because the yes. he's already in the Hudson and he's probably tweeting furiously. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, sorry. No, no, disrespectful. But yeah. anyway, they, they, they contrast this. It is the most beautiful piece of juxtaposition position because it's the Christian Bale. Um, explosion. Have you yeah. heard this, Andrew? I actually, I, I made a, I, I didn't listen to it. I couldn't no. stomach it. I could tell what it was. Well, about you it. can tell. It I mean, just basically, me angry. Christian Bale, it, it, Christian Bale is, is on his kind of presumably 37th uh, retake of, of one tiny little line that he's meant to memorize. Yeah. And uh, somewhere in the distance of this studio, um, a, a, not even a technician, actually, a very important man, a, a head of lighting, I think, moves into his, uh, in his field of vision. I like Eyeline, his eyeline, yeah. and he, it, is, it is screaming blue murder, as yeah. my mother would say. It he is goes just, absolutely... Because they bleep it out yeah. in Stay Break, which of course is richly covered, because you can't hear a thing. It's like Moore's just, coat. Yeah. yeah, and then he gets more and more, and he gets, this guy comes in in my line of vision with this kind of lardy dard, and he does this kind of thing about the way he's walking, you know, which is so funny. And it is just absolutely reprehensible and pathetic in every respect. In every and, other and walking environment in the world, ranging from dockers to banks to wherever, he would be fired. Well, talking uh, to uh, fellow workers like that. At the oh, very least, he might have been punched. Out. He it's, probably would have got punched, it's actually, anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Only in acting do they think they can get away with absolutely it. Absolutely He went absolutely bananas, Yankee <laughs> Rose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. That's yeah. exactly right. Bananas. One further thing on, on the miracle of the Hudson. Uh, reading this morning, <laughs> oh, you know, they did that. a press conference. My plane. Did you read about my plane? Oh, no. The birds, the birds go into the engine, right? And there's this, it's, I mean, it's pretty graphic. There's a smell of, of, of roasting birds. roasting chicken. In the, co- oh, the ah. carpet, right? So not, not all bad, then. <laughs> not all bad, yes. So you people go, no, the meal service is quite Starving, quick. Starving, yeah. As long as it's like, uh, like, like so Canada Canada goose, then, you know, <laughs> it's better than the salmon pinwheel that they were offering back in... Back in <laughs> <laughs> vegetarian <Yeah>. first. <laughs> So, yes, so, throw a lot of carrots into the they're, engine. They're so yeah. polite. So the things happen. They've lost power. They're only 3,000 feet above the most densely populated city oh. in the entire universe. And the guy says, uh, my plane, I think. And the co-pilot says, your plane. Oh, yes. He has, yes, to, he has to ask him. Wow. Because he has to say, do you mind if I you know, take over? I mean, they could have had a long, no, after you, no, after you. Could have gone well, for ages. You know. Well, that wasn't the thing I was going to say. They, they were talking to one of the, uh, the cabin crew. Um, yesterday at the press conference, and she said she didn't know it was on water until they opened the door. Christ. Blimey. That's a beautiful landing. That's the, thing. the other thing he says. Is that, <laughs> that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. When they <laughs> land, he says to the co-pilot, it's wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think it's so admirable, because what it's not about is, hero- is heroics. It's not about that at all. It's just about fantastic professionalism. Yeah, I mean, you can argue he's doing his job. He was trained, he was trained well, for that. Of course moment, he's that doing his job. Comes, and yeah. he's trying to save his own life yeah. as well as everybody else's. Yeah. And, and, and he oh, goes through God. the cabin. Do you, the last detail, he only leaves the plane when he's walked back through the cabin twice. 
and looked in every single compartment to make sure nobody is left. Yeah. Yeah. By this time, it's tipped right up. You know? So passing out the back bags of nuts. Yeah, exactly. Wet wipes. <laughs> Somebody in the toilet with a cigarette. Yeah. Yes. The Word. A magazine, a website, a podcast, a way of life. We haven't done Heat any music. Moment. We're about half an hour. Oh, we haven't talked about music at all yet, have we? Spotify. Spotify. Spotify, yeah. So that's the other phenomenon of the last... This is our other technological breakthrough. We love Spotify. Spotify. We, we are amazed by it's Spotify. Fact, aren't we? You've got to explain, Andrew, what happened yesterday because it was a major breakthrough. For okay, me. you uh, know I'm Spotify. Bad I'm, I'm sure a lot of the listeners will know what Spotify is, but if you don't, it's a fan. It's like iTunes, except the music isn't on your computer. It's on servers around the world, so it looks exactly like iTunes, but it's like an iTunes that contains pretty much all the songs you could possibly wish to hear. Millions of them. Obviously, it hasn't got the Led Zeppelins and the Beatles and things like that. And to my horror, it's only got one half man, half biscuit song. But it has got Madonna and it's got all many, many, many many big acts. And what you can do is you basically create playlists as much as you would do in iTunes. You can share the playlists. I'm going to have to... Yeah? But yesterday, David, let me just say... It compiles... I mean, because I've looked at it. I've not used it. Yeah. So the music is... How does it get on the surface? Uh, they've got deals with big record companies. They've digitised the... the uh, they've got oh, all, really? all four majors, as far as I can tell, with the exceptions of the things like Pink Floyd, where there's a specialist oh, deal. So, you know, pretty much everything you could wish for is there. Um, and you... I mean, the way it works is quite interesting. I'm very dim. The way it works is quite interesting because it's on servers, but it also it's a little bit like Napster, so it sends, you know, it chops the tune into chunks and distributes it. The, the upshot is you get it very, very quickly. But the really great thing about it is this thing called collaborative playlists. Now, what you can do is you can set up a playlist and you can open it up to all other Spotify users. So you send the link to your mates and they can start adding to it too. What we did on the magazine was put some collaborative playlists on the website and said, well, the first one we did was Add just called, yeah, we just did the infinite playlist and we said, you know, uh, website users, just put some tunes on here for us. And it got up to about 1500 songs yeah. before we decided to close it because it was getting a little bit big and unwieldy. Um, and we just spent all day yesterday so, listening yeah, to so it. Yesterday, so yesterday, so yesterday, seeing the word office, uh, producing magazine, uh, uh, entertained entirely by music chosen for us by our own readers. And yes. if you wanted to know what was playing, in fact, there's a link you can click on and it will tell you precisely yeah. what the track is. So uh, I thought that was pretty fantastic, actually. If, um, if, if you go to the Word website, uh, www.wordmagazine.co.uk forward slash slash forward slash Spotify, then there are all the details, then you can, and you can hear these playlists and you can add to them. We've done another one, which is covers. We've done uh, some, one, of the, one of the readers said a really interesting one, which now, is place names. I looked at Spotify. I looked at the, that Word playlist last yeah. night, and, and all the tracks were in there twice. Yeah, we had a little bit of a glitch, but we fixed that. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I think, I mean, they've, they've, they've rolled it out pretty quickly. Uh, it's a bunch of programmers in Sweden, and they're still ironing out the glitches. And when you do silly things like what we do, which is have hundreds of people contributing to one playlist, I think it confuses the, the database a little bit. Right. But we did a clean-up. We stripped everything out, removed the duplicates, and put it all back in again. It should be okay now. So, it's basically, it's servers full of pretty much all the world's recorded music. Well, it kind of isn't, it kind of isn't, because, as I said a, a minute ago, it's also distributed around lots of different computers, much as, um, say, Napster used to work, or the way BitTorrent works, where it slices a movie up into dozens and thousands, you know, hundreds, actually, of, of little bits and spreads them around the internet. So you're downloading one thing from several different places at once, which makes it really, really quick. So that's how Spotify works. It's, I mean, genuinely stunning how quickly it starts to play, and you think you've got to pull a whole track down. It's which astonishing. Is, no, I looked at it last night, and I found... Um, I found myself listening to Big Bill Brunzi being interviewed by Studs Turkle. Oh, how fantastic. Probably in about 1953 with Pete Seeger on That's some brilliant. Chicago radio program. 
off a record or something. You know, it was astonishing. Then again, I looked at it some of the time and I saw 20 tracks by the shortwave set. And I thought, mm. this is a bit of technology I don't need. Oh, come on, shortwave set. That's a brilliant. Come on. <laughs> So, well, that's something else for you to, um, to investigate. And God knows, you know, next week at this time, there'll probably be something we there'll have to thought of. Yeah. You know, you know. I've, got a, I've got a couple of tweets here, Mark. Um, we have uh, Dodgy Geezer asks, can you ask Mark if he's still got those Gentle Giant albums up for sale? I might be interested. <laughs> so, uh, Dodgy Geezer, drop, drop us a line at the, uh, via the website. I'm this sure is we, the, we the bow, out there. Yes. Um, and also, me very well. we have, um, I really miss producer Matt. Things were so much better when he was oh, around. Yeah, says yes. Matsky with a very familiar face. Oh, 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 Hello. Oh, get on with your work. Yeah, get your finger out. Yeah, anyway, for the Guardian. Where were we? Um, well, that's, that's uh, on the technology front. Uh, one thing they've been discussing on the website this week is filler instrumental tracks on well-known albums. I've done badly on this. I can think can of... Can you think of any? Oh, gosh. Well, well let's go Give me the, some examples, then. Well, okay. Does that mean Toad it, or it, no? I was, I was reviewing uh, the, the Who Sellout. There's a reissue yeah. coming up soon. And, I was, and it's got an instrumental track, uh, which is just them arsing about in the studio. And wouldn't you, wouldn't you know it, the title of that track oh, is Sodding About. Sodding About, that's right, yeah. uh, And it struck me that, that very often of these things, you can look for a clue in the title. In the first Raikuda seller record, there was a track called Available Space. Yeah. It was just put on there, you know, because he had available space. Um, the whole third record of George Harrison's All Things Must Pass. Apple Jam. Apple Jam. Thanks for the, Thanks pepperoni. For the pepperoni. Pepperoni. And I think one of the reasons behind it is, apart from filling out the record, was allowing all the musicians to be able to claim a co-composer yeah, credit. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so that so we're you, paying them. You know, so they get paid as much as you would do for writing. A grand tradition that Oasis still subscribe to. There's always roadies sort of track. Various people have come up with stuff. Um, Plum nineteen oh nine points out on Yes as Fragile, there's a track called Five Percent for Nothing. Which quite rightly there is. And I think it's probably the drummer. It's the drummer. You can have five percent of the total songwriting cake it's on so this record. It's fabulously cynical. Yeah. Isn't it really, five percent for yeah. nothing. It, 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 it's, it's even full of more love, cynical. That, isn't it? It's even more cynical when you go shopping on iTunes or Seven Digital or whatever, because what you find these things split into tracks. They cost just as much. There's anything else. You know, the garbage put on the end there is yeah. still 99p. Yeah. Just like the hit is 99 But yeah, increasingly what's happened in recent years is that the terrible instrumental track has turned into the, ooh, it's the secret bonus track at the end yeah, of the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That god-awful thing at the end of the second Stone, Stone Roses album. Oh, Absolutely How shocking. How many times have you been woken up by that? I know. Oh, oh, that's the thing that's delayed. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't get it. The, the new Bruce Springsteen record has got a bonus track. What, what's a bonus track on a CD? Well, what's I think what happens point? is bonus tracks, what it, what it means is you get it in the UK edition, so don't uh, buy American. I'll tell you what the bonus track thing reminded me of, which was, there was a wonderful tradition, which I can think of three actually, um, starting back in the jazz era, where people used to have those songs where they introduced each member of the group. Do you remember that? Was a, do you remember the High Society record? Oh, right. It's a track called Now You Has Jazz. And it starts off with... Now You Has Jazz. Yeah, oh, Now You Has Jazz. And it takes yeah. some swing. And it says, you take some swings and then, the, yeah, you oh, get a bass. Rumpet. Yeah, and you get in some place, you know. Yeah. And there was Mel Memphis Soul Stew. Do you remember that by King I certainly Curtis? certainly do. They had a half, what was it, a, a oh, pound of fatback yes. drums. Down, down, oh, <laughs> God, yeah, half, half a pound of fatback drums. and Half uh, a teacup full of bass. bass. That's right, yeah. And uh, now we've been a 
bit of ball in Memphis guitar. That's right. Yeah. And How we make this jumbo? It's going to taste just right. That's right. It's fantastic record. But the best version of that was the it was Fried Hockey Boogie by by by. Carrying on, carrying on the great tradition. I know. Henry the Sunflower. Go on anyway. Where were we? Teleporting back to the to the present. Yeah. Thinking about this thing of like the terrible instrumental filler tracks. Yeah. I looked at a lot of my records, and what I found was that the really terrible tracks were the filler vocal tracks. You know, on all dance and electronic albums, you listen to these fantastic instrumental tunes, and then up rolls David Gray to ruin your orbital album, or up rolls Bernard Sumner in the middle of your 808 State album, and you go, I don't actually want to listen to somebody singing here. Yeah. It's exactly the other way around. What you want yeah. are the instrumentals with no human beings, and you just float off into the universe of your own. I was thinking there's a fortune to be made by somebody who can come up with a bit of technology that takes out all the humorous tracks. The skits. The skits, particularly yeah. from hip-hop records. Yeah. Because they, they just sit in the way, don't yeah. they? You know? Well, they die very quickly, don't they? They curl up at the edges. And, well, the Who Sell Out, which I was talking about earlier, yeah. you know, I mean, this, skits done in 1965 or whatever, not mm. funny. Well, not that funny. technology well, exists. It's called the CD skip button and, you know, the iPod. Well, no, I'd like to have something that, you know, just... You can reprogram the record as a Spotify playlist can, though, without the comedy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what have we learned this week, Mark? Anything? I've already told you what I learned, tragically. Oh. I've already told you, which is I learned that whole thing about um, about Twitter via right. the, via the piece of the Times mm. and Spotify about uh, Jonathan Ross's and the word salad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could probably think of something else I've learned. No, no. To give Andrew, me. I learned so it, not strictly this week, but about oh, eight right. days ago. Uh, I, learned, I learned something that, that absolutely just lit me up and, and made me so happy, which is that the great Dave Gibbons, the great comics artist Dave Gibbons, who drew Dan Dare, who created Rogue Trooper, and is the guy that drew Watchmen, the greatest graphic novel of all, is a word reader and has I've bought the first issue and buys it as often as he can. Says it's a really great magazine. Well, this gave me a warm glow. He also told us that um, a, another fan of Watchmen is Graham Nash. And uh, Graham Nash, of Crosby, Sills, Nash and Young, is a fan of Watchmen and actually owns some of the original artwork, which is quite pricey. He's rhyming slam for, for hash, isn't he? He, he certainly is, yeah. And you, and you can read all this in the Watchmen feature in the new issue. And you read about Graham Nash in the new issue. Well, it's strange synchronicity. They're both in the same magazine. Everything that anybody can read in the new issue of Word, which is out now. No, there's a, there's a piece about... New rhyming slang, um, which I, th- I think people ought to, to add to, actually. Get, get the Britneys in. Get the Britney Spears, the beers. You see what I mean? <laughs> All right, okay. You with me, Dave? The Tom Cruise, Booth, Paul Weller, Stella, Laura Marling, Carling, um, Robert Dougal, Bugle. <laughs> You've been on the wrong very, very selective <laughs> that one, yeah. That's double rhyming slang. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So what else is in the new issue, Mark? In the new issue, there's a, a well, there's the cover story about John Martin, which we did pretty much in an afternoon, actually, because we, we were going to press, I think, at the lunchtime on, on the Thursday the 29th when we heard this news, switched the cover, which looked pretty good, actually. I've only just got a, um, a printed uh, version of it. Um, there's a tragic piece about uh, the, the missing Jerry Rafferty. I won't, I'm not telling him anything about it. You'd have to read it and find out. The, it's the Jerry Rafferty who's just walked out of a hospital. Never hasn't been seen for six months. Seen. Where's yeah. he gone? Blimey. Um, there's a piece about, there's two new columnists, a very good new radio column by Giles Smith and a very good new TV column by Barry McElhenney, two regular new columns. Um, fabulous piece about uh, geek movies uh, and their change of sensibility. Um, I'll tell you what I learned in the on. course of writing a feature in that issue about follow-ups, mm-hmm. about the pressure on people to do follow-ups, was this very interesting syndrome of people come up with hits once they've finished their album, mm. once the pressure's off. So Bruce Springsteen, Dancing in the Dark, was written when the whole of Born in the USA was finished. 
um, uh, when Dove's Cry was written when the whole of Purple Rain was finished. They even yeah. reshot part of the film to get it in. Didn't they? I think they, all of the singles for um, Modern Life is Rubbish by Blur, which sort of turned their fortune they were all done after the album was finished, as far I as think, I know. I think I'm right in saying that, that Beat It and Billie Jean were both written after the whole of Thriller. But that's finished. often the case, is that it's yeah. some uh, executive producer with a certain amount of power and clout says, this is not a good enough record. Uh, it could be... It's not just that, though. It's very interesting. I talked to Tony Wadsworth, who used to run EMI, and Rob Dickens, who used to run Warners about this, and they, they, they both recognise this as a, as, a, as a real pattern, that once a band feels that they've done their kind of artistic heavy lifting, that they've done their kind of yeah. magnificent, we're really happy with it, yeah. now are you happy to just come up with a bit of a hit? Can you distill a bunch of that into something that the public might whistle? They go, yeah, fine, not a problem at all. Whereas if you start you with start that, with stuff, that yeah. right ahead, they yeah. can't care beyond it at all. I thought it was really interesting. Oh, I'm really fascinated by that. John Leckie, who produced the first Stone Roses record, is a bit of pal of mine. He, he was telling me about making that record, and they submitted the, the tapes. And he said to them, he said precisely this. He said, this is, a, this is a really good record, as it stands. But what you could do is just use this section here and shorten that track and change the... Uh, sequence of that one and, and maybe shorten the guitar solo on this and bring up the drums blah, 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 blah. but go away and write four new songs that are as good as these eight when it was and junk those four and you will have a record that could last forever I'm not saying it will but it could do so that was really quite an yeah, interesting yeah, thing yeah. to say because normally you imagine you're, you're, you're paid to come in and produce these records your job is to make sure it comes out on time and on, on budget and nobody falls out uh, but he had such a vested interest in what he thought was the artistic quality of this thing. But he said, no, 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 let's just stop now and let's go back and write some songs and make this absolutely, really enduring. Which raises the question, what's that backwards track doing on the Stone Roses album, which is just one of the tracks played backwards? Uh, is it on the first track or the second one? Oh, the second one. That's what it's called, Moving right. Into Heaven, or whatever it's called. No, 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 it's the first oh, one. Oh, sorry. He only yeah. produced one and a half tracks of the second one, ah. <laughs> for the very reasons that you can imagine. So if you've got uh, anything to add to these or other or other strands, you can do it on the Word website, wordmagazine.co.uk, on the Twitter feed at... Uh, <laughs> twitter.com forward slash the word magazine and you can you can find out you can get in touch with what's being listened to in the office on Spotify uh, at which you've got to install a bit of software yeah but go you? to the word website and forward slash Spotify and all Spotify related matters may be found there and uh, there is also a, a an ink and paper iteration <laughs> of all this magnificence which it's analog, a- Dave. Analog. <laughs> analog, which can actually be found at a place called the Newsagent mm. near you, or yeah. if you're bright enough to subscribe, it will be dropping through your letterbox any time now. Downloading into In your fact, house. Isn't that? Isn't, isn't that the that sound of it now? Right now. This podcast was brought to you by the Word. Details at wordmagazine.co.uk. <laughs>